Okay. Is that on? Hello, everybody. It's on? It's good to see you all. I can see you. I don't know what Pastor Scott's talking about when he says he can't see anybody up there. All right. So, um, I'm... I'm blessed that I get to lead our discussion tonight on the screw, uh, screw tape letters. You guys enjoying this? Not everybody all at once, please. Um, what'd you say? Yeah, right? Ouch. Um, yeah, it is very convicting. And um, it just it amazes me the insight that C.S. Lewis has, I mean, that, that kind of insight can only come from the Holy Spirit, the way that he can interpret those things and really, and really see those things. And of course, we don't like focus and live our lives revolving around the devil. But it is important to know how our opponent operates. And it helps us to be on guard. It helps us to be discerning and to know what we are looking for because, I mean... I would bet, I'm not a betting woman, but I would bet that there are people here in this room who are going through things, who are dealing with different things in life, maybe internal struggles or maybe external struggles, I don't know, but dealing with stuff and there's just some kind of conflict that you haven't even realized or considered the fact that the devil is right in the middle of it and causing it. And so... I wanted to just, before we get going, I wanted to focus on a few scriptures. John 10.10 says, the thief comes to kill, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. Luke 22.31, Jesus talking to Simon Peter, he said, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. Jesus said this, I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. Just like um, in Job, when Satan went to God and asked God for permission to cause all kinds of stuff in Job's life. Um, so he said, Satan has asked to sift you. Sift you. 1 Peter 5.8 says, be alert and of a sober mind, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Matthew 10, 16 says to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And he tells us to be on guard. Um, in John chapter 17, when Jesus was praying for the disciples and for all of those who would come after them, Jesus prayed that God would keep them from the evil one, and he prayed that over us as well. And I pray that over my kids and over my family all the time, that God would keep us from the evil one. And I was thinking about this today and just pondering all the different references in the Bible to the devil and the different names that he's called and the way that he is referred to. So let's just holler some out, different names of the devil. Lucifer. What is that? Lucifer, Lucifer yes. Arthur, yep. Jesus. Yep. This is the, his character. What else? Father of 
Yes. The father of lies. Anything else? These are some that came to mind. Some of you, some of them we already said. It's called the devil, Satan, Lucifer, liar, tempter. He is the tempter. He's our adversary, serpent, the great dragon, deceiver of the whole world, it says in Revelation. In Isaiah 14, 12, he's referred to as O Daystar, son of the dawn, angel of the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek he's called Apollyon, Beelzebul, ruler of this world, the evil one, prince of demons, accuser, he's our accuser, oppressor, prince of the power of the air, god of this world, Belial, and the enemy, thief, destroyer, and murderer. That is who he is. And so we need to recognize when he is, is working. And a common thread that I've been noticing throughout all of these chapters, especially in the three that I hope we get to tonight, 14, 15, and 16, um, he plants thoughts. That's one of the ways that he works. He comes and plants thoughts, and it's up to us at that point what we're going to do with them. Um, it says in, is it in James, where it says, resist the devil, and what? He flees. What did Jesus do when he was in the, you know, the, the wilderness, in the desert, after he had been fasting and praying for 40 days, and the devil came and tempted him, and he resisted. He resisted the devil, and he came at the devil with the word of God. So here we are on letter 14. Letter 14, and this one is awesome. It's about pride and humility. Pride and humility. I have a teenage son. <laughs> Who, I told him tonight, I'm like, you are giving me so much material. <laughs> he's into working out right now, and oh my gosh, if there's a mirror, he's in front of it. Um, pride and humility. Um, and like I said, you know, we're not, we don't, we're not out to just learn about the devil. Like I love where the Apostle Paul said, this is my determined purpose, to know him and the power of his resurrection. That is, um, you know, the crux of everything. But we do need to know how our opponent works, knowing that we do have an enemy so that we can be discerning and so that we can resist him and recognize him when he is at work. So, um, all right. Um, real quick, too, just talking about the character of the devil and some of the things that we've already talked about and how he works. Um, in chapter 1, or letter 1, we talked about reason and reality. There's a lot in Scripture about vain philosophies and genealogies and getting into all that Gnosticism and stuff. Um, in letter 2, we have um, a tactic of the enemy is distracting the Christian mind. Um, he works to distract. Um, Mary and Martha come to mind, um, among a lot of other uh, examples. It says in Scripture that nobody can serve two masters. Um, in letter three, he talks about relationships and keeping people, the devil keeps people irritated with each other. Um, is anybody married? 
<laughs> yeah. He works on keeping us irritated and focusing on those negative things. Um, it says in Colossians 3.13 to make allowances for one another because we love each other. Um, we were talking about this at Bible study yesterday. It's interesting how God made us all so different and then put us down here on earth and said, walk in love, <laughs> get along. It's just kind of, I'm sure he finds that entertaining. Okay, in letter four, talks about sincere prayer versus ritualistic or reciting prayer. He could care less if we're just reciting things. It's when we are fervent. It's the fervent prayer that makes God's power available. Um, in letter five, he talks about war and strife and fighting. Um, in letter six, he talks about focus and how the devil is after our mind in, um, in getting us to think rogue thoughts. Um, in letter seven, extremism. He's in everything. Do you guys see that? He really is. He's just in everything. Um, extremism is causing division between people, too, with that extremism. and gets people off focus. Um, in letter eight, um, troughs and peaks, and how um, God's master plans for humans are drastically different than Satan's plan, and there's ups and downs in our Christian journey, and when we're down, he, Satan really comes in and tries to attack us, but then he also comes when we're on the peaks, too, because that's when pride and, and all that can set in, when, and when nothing's going wrong. Letter uh, 8, pleasure. Satan exploits our spirituality, our spiritually dry periods. He exploits us when we are spiritually dry. He comes in at those times with worldly passions like sex and immorality and attacks our faith directly. Um, and he also takes different pleasures and good things that God created and perverts them. And uh, letter... Ten, sorry, I was off, wasn't I? Um, bad friends, bad friends. Um, it's don't. There's a scripture in First Corinthians that says, "Don't be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals." <laughs> uh, who have you ever heard the phrase, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future"? That there's a lot of truth to that. Proverbs thirteen twenty says, "Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise." And um, eleven. Laughter, that was an interesting one. Um, mockers, scoffers, flippancy. Um, you just don't, never really consider, I never really considered the fact that the devil was working in that, being flippant and having just like a flippant attitude and having a lack of respect or seriousness. Um, and 12, nothing, nothing. Um, I made a note here, drifting away, and I was thinking about an anchor, how like when a ship lets out an anchor, um, it might slowly drift away, but there's an anchor there that keeps it coming back. But if there's no anchor, um, then it drifts away ever so slowly, and it gets off. And so that's why it says that um, hope, our hope in Christ is the anchor of our soul. 
And 13, personal pleasure, um, focusing on ourselves, self-will, no boundaries, impulses, things like that. Which brings us to tonight, letter 14, pride and humility. Okay. All right. Somebody want to talk, um, talk about some of the things that stood out to you here in this section on pride and humility? There's so much in the word about these two things. Yeah, no, he hates it. <laughs> yeah, let's use the microphone so they can hear us online. Um, what did I say? Uh, I just said that I think the devil doesn't like it when we have a humble spirit. Yeah, um, humility is such a beautiful characteristic that God commands from us. It's one of the ways that we have access to God so naturally. Um, he, he hates it. Anybody else? Mike? Okay. It's like you can't win. <laughs> I know. You just always have to be on guard. There's a lot of warnings in Scripture about being on guard and staying alert. Um, because the devil is, um, he's sly. He's tricky. He's a deceiver. And so, yeah, you definitely have to be on guard. Anybody else? I think um, humility is a very difficult thing to measure because... You know, if you do something that, for the sake of God, and you just turn to the left a little bit, and you say something like, boy, that was humble, bang, you've defeated, because you're, you just elevated yourself, not meaning to. The whole purpose was to do something in the name of Christ for someone else, but it's a very difficult thing to measure. Yeah, and I think it's um, because when you get into, like, let's take Michael Jordan, for example. He's a phenomenal basketball player. But if he were to say, I'm really not that great of a basketball player, well, that's a lie. <laughs> now you're being dishonest. But, but the thing is, I read something, I don't know if it was in here or if it was somewhere else about humility, about, you know, you're not denying the fact that you're good at something or you're not denying the fact that you've done well at something, but you are at a place inside where you would be just as content if someone else would have accomplished that. You're not denying something good that you've done. Because um, then that's being dishonest. You know, we give God the glory, but God, give, God gave us all gifts and talents and things that we're good at. And it's important that we give God glory, but you also don't want to have a false humility. And that's pride, right? Wouldn't you say that's pride? Do you guys remember, do we have any country music fans in here? I love some country music. And um, do you guys remember, I think his name was Mac Davis, had a song. If you know it, sing it with me. 
Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I can't wait to look in the mirror. I get better looking each day. <laughs> to love me is, or to know me is to love me. Heck, heck of a man. <laughs> Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble, but I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. Um, but so to your point, Aiden, it is hard sometimes to know, to know the, where the line is. But um, okay, so let's look up some scriptures. What does the Bible have to say about it? So um, if you guys would just help me, I'll just call on people in section so it'll be easier to pass, up, pass around the microphone. Um, I want you to read these scriptures out, and if you don't want to read one, that's fine. Just say pass. Um, but after you read it, some of these scriptures um, have like a blessing or a discipline attached to it. So if it does, um, at the end of reading it, just say what that is, like what the blessing is if you are humble or what the discipline is if you're prideful. So let's just start over here. Marcus, would you take Proverbs 22.4? If you don't have a Bible, you can use your phone, or there's also some in the chairs in front of you. Um, Suzanne, what about you guys? Are you willing to look up a scripture for me? Um, how about 1 Peter 5, 5 through 6? And then um, Breck, will you take one? How about Proverbs 11.2? Rob, Darla instead. Rob pointed to Darla. Okay, James 4, 6 through 10. And I can't see who's back there. Do you guys, are you willing to read a scripture back there? Okay, what's your name? I see you all the time. Kendra, Kendra nice to meet you. Shelby. <laughs> okay, Proverbs 15, 33. All right, we'll just start with those. True humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches, honor, and long life. That would have to do with the blessings of being humble. Riches, honor, and, and long, long life. life. Okay. It sounds like something I want. First Peter 5, 5 through 6, 5 and 6. Young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you subscribe. All of you clothe yourself with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. So there's a lifting up, and God gives grace to the humble. Okay, Breck. Proverbs 11.2. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Pride comes, with pride comes disgrace, but with humility, we have God's wisdom. Could you remind me of where I start? Um, James 4. You're James 4, 6 through 10. But he gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. 
Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. And it, humble yourselves before the Lord, he will lift you up. Yeah, and what Blessings. does it say in the first part that you and read? then, um, do you, uh, six, but he gives us more grace. God opposes the proud. He, God opposes the proud. It's not like he just doesn't care for it. He opposes the proud. That's kind of a, a big thought to think that God could oppose me, you know? Okay, Kendra? Uh, it was Proverbs fifteen thirty three, right? Yeah. Okay. Wisdom's instruction is to fear the Lord, and humility comes before honor. So with humility comes honor. All right. Um, okay, let's do, let's do just a few more. Let's just start back there. Um, Caleb, you want to read one back there? No? Okay. Um, what about Brian and Deanna? Come on, Brian. <laughs> oh, you're going to get a whole chapter. <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. Would you please recite Psalm 119 for us? Okay. Um, let's see, where did we leave off? Proverbs 15:33. is that what you had, Kendra? Okay, how about for Brian, Proverbs 18, 12? And Deanna? Oh, Luke, yeah, you're in church. <laughs> Luke 14, 11. Pat Neely, I see you back there. Philippians 2, 3. Um, Paul, Romans 12, 3, Carrie, Proverbs 3, 34, Joy, Proverbs 25, 9, Mark, Proverbs 29, 23, and how about we'll do two more. Um, Mike, Romans 12, 16, and Karen, what'd you say? Oh, Psalm 149, 4, all right, well, let's just get Nikki and Roger up here, too. Um, Nikki, Isaiah 66, 2, Roger, you want to do one? No. Okay, Roger. Um, let's see, I got one more here. How about you, Aiden? Zephaniah 2.3. <laughs> I should have given that one to Brian. <laughs> Zephaniah 2.3. Yeah, and just to go, this just goes to show you how much there is in Scripture about pride and humility, and this doesn't even scratch the surface. Okay, all right, this is God's Word, so we're hanging on every word. All right, what do you got? Uh, did you say Proverbs 18.12? Yep. Uh, before a downfall, the heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. Humility comes before honor. Are you okay. ready for me? Yeah. Okay. 
For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. It's good. I would rather humble myself than be humbled. <laughs> you know? Okay, Pat. Uh, Philippians 2.3. Do nothing from selfish or empty conceit, but with humility consider one another as more important than yourselves. Yeah, do nothing from selfish ambition. So our motives matter. I saved it. You what? I saved it. You saved it? <laughs> Did you highlight it? <laughs> Romans 12.3. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you're better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Sometimes I have a hard time with Paul's writing because he starts off with those because of the privilege and authority God has given me. But I guess he did because he went in the desert. It's like Michael Jordan. I don't know, maybe. But, I mean, he went in Arabia for what, Three years, 12 years or something like that, and was being taught, I mean, some yeah, say Yeah, and he was Jesus. approved by uh, all the other disciples right. and apostles. Um, but, you know, when you think about it, he wasn't like living some glamorous life. <laughs> no, he was getting beaten up pretty much every place he went to. So, yeah. And, yeah. But, and he was speaking on behalf of God. You know, it wasn't on his own authority. Right. Okay. Proverbs 3.34, the Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. He mocks them. Yikes. Mark and Joy. Proverbs 25.9, should I do 9 and 10 or just 9? Well, if they go together, go for it. It hasn't, it's... It's okay. It's all, all one sentence. Okay. If you argue your case with a neighbor, do not betray another man's confidence, or he who hears it may shame you, and you will never lose your bad reputation. Oh, you know what? Is that the wrong one? Yeah. Well, didn't you say twenty-five nine? I did, but it's Psalms, not Proverbs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let Mark do his. And okay. What's mine? Proverbs 29, 23, oh, okay. for real. Mine's Proverbs, okay. A man's pride brings him low, but a man of lowly spirit gains honor. A man's pride brings him low, and you might not see it right away. Okay, who's got Romans twelve sixteen? Do you want me to do Proverbs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Psalms. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. Man, he guides the humble in what is right. I mean, do, who, who needs guidance? Yeah, me. He guides the humble. So if you're at a place where you don't have any and you're just like, man, I need some clear direction, just get humble before Jesus. All right, Romans 12. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people, and don't think you know it all. <laughs> I like that one. Again, Paul's writings. 
ordinary people. <laughs> That's right. You're very scriptural, Mike. Okay, Psalm 149. Okay. For the Lord delights in his people. He crowns the hum humble with victory. Mm, he crowns the humble with victory. Love it. Isaiah 66, 2, Nikki. My hands have made both heaven and earth. They and everything in them are mine. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will bless those who have humble and contrite hearts who tremble at my word. Yeah. Having a humble and a contrite heart, a broken, broken spirit, not as in sad, sadness, but broken as in humble and beautiful humility. Okay, Zephaniah, did you find it? I did. All right. I'm using the NIV. I hope you don't mind. Seek mind. the Lord. Thank you. Seek the Lord, all you humbled of the land, you who do what He commands. Seek righteousness. Seek humility. Perhaps you will be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. Okay, so I laughed out loud when I read that earlier because he's like, you know, be humble and all these things, and he says, perhaps you'll escape my wrath. In the end, I don't know how. <laughs> perhaps. Okay, that just struck me funny. All right. Okay, anything else in um, chapter 14? What? Um, things that are like, like that, you think, well, that doesn't make sense, or that's kind of 